Hello. What up, Pinch? Pinch, you can't see it, Pinch. Can you see me? No, Pinch. Oh, okay. Let me. Oh, well, I don't know what's happening. Oh, I can see you now, Pinch. You okay, look there we go. Oh, look at her with her profesh setup, thinking she's somebody. Right. <laughs> Pinch, you're looking masked, girl. Thank you. <laughs> are those your eyebrows? No, these are drawn on. Oh, I was going to say those look great. They look really good. Thank you. Mm -mm. These are fully drawn on. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me, as always, Maxwell Esposito. Hello, I'm present. Yes, you are. And... Oh, wait, I'm excited to bring on our co-host today because last time she was here, she was feeling really grand about how her year started, if you remember correctly. I don't. I <laughs> she, was like, she was like, 2020 ended great, or 2019 ended great, and TBH 2020 is off to a great start, too. Actually, I don't think I remember any of her appearances on the Tony Soto Show, and trust me, there's been plenty <laughs> fresh from her brand new podcast, Pinche and Friends. Pinche Queen is back in as co-host. Pinche. Bye, 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 bye. See, I'm still trying that out. What? What I are like you? You're still shopping it? Oh. Yeah. We don't know how long it's going to stick, but I, I still got it. But hi, guys. Hi. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show, Pinche Queen. Let's Thank update you. Our... I'm super high. Okay. Let's update our 2020. Watch the Tea Girl. How's it been? You have a new podcast and a pandemic. Yes. Um, you know what? I'm still going to be really optimistic and say that 2020 has still been pretty good for me comparatively to past years. Um, so that says a lot about, you know, life. But yeah, I can't complain, though. The one thing that did really make me depressed was uh, waking up this morning that Miss Minnie died. I saw that. Um, that was very sad. Wait, what? Miss Minnie, she was from Little Women no. Atlanta. No, I I, I I know who she is. I know who she is. Yeah, but I yeah. Did, I did, I'm sorry that kind of information doesn't fall doesn't uh, come in my Twitter feed. Um, but yeah, fuck. Yeah, she did. Oh. I hit and run. What? It was a hit and run, girl. Oh my! See that makes it way 2020 worse. Twenty twenty had to take Miss Minnie out, and I'm just over it. Now I am. Honey, I was good until right. This she didn't, she didn't deserve to have to deal with Corona. So honestly, we she's in a better place. And honey, 2020 has taken us all out. So let's just be very honest. 2020 has taken us all out. Now, so in this wake of isolation, everyone and their fucking brother is starting a goddamn podcast. Now, mm -hmm. Pinche, I would like the world to know because Pinche just launched a new podcast. I would like you to know that she was talking about this well into 2019 uh, we even uh, play with the idea of maybe the Tony Soto show producing it. So like she'd been, so this isn't new. This isn't something like Pinche just yeah. doing because of isolation. This is just finally, she's got the time to do it. Tell us about your podcast, girl. 
Um, stressful as hell because I'm always so worried about like how annoying my voice is because I think my voice is annoying. But surprisingly, I've gotten a lot of messages saying that uh, it's pretty soothing on the podcast, which I want to know how bad is it for some in isolation? Well, here's the for thing. For my voice to be soothing. Well, here's the thing, love. Like anyone who um, has an interesting sounded, sounding voice is typically annoyed by the sound of it. But tons of people love it. Like you hear my voice. That's awful. But I get notes all the time saying that it's great. <laughs> uh, tell us about what you're going to be talking about on your show, though. Like what, what can we expect from Pink Chain um, Friends? Is it weekly? Is it monthly? Like your guests? Like what do you got? Am I going to be on it? Here's the questions. It's, yeah, am I going to be on it? It's definitely going to be weekly, and it only involves my friends. So, unfortunately, only one of you will be on it. Maxwell, and, you better uh, pitch the show, Maxwell. For, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, it's been pretty, like, eye-opening for me because I am more focused on the way that I actually talk now. So, I'm like, oh, okay, let me get a little bit more fluid with this and be able to, like, quickly process full thoughts. Instead of just like, oh, yeah. yeah. You know how many ums I've had to edit out? Yeah. More than you could. You'll stop. You you'll hear, stop obviously. doing that. You'll either get better with it or you'll just stop editing it out altogether because that's going to be a shit ton of work. Either you're going to get used <laughs> to the fact, because I mean, here's what I say constantly literally, or uh, what is another one of my, my thing is that's, uh, that's I say that constantly. Yeah. <laughs> and in my or, head, I'm like, stop saying that shit or cut it out. But I, I've stopped cutting it out and I haven't stopped saying it. Um, you also talk about that time you almost died in Mexico a lot. Oh, my God, Pinche. Did you know yeah. that I almost died in Mexico? I don't know that we've told Pinche. Uh, Pinche. Oh, I was very, <laughs> I was very, I knew about it. I was very excited. <laughs> she was, yeah, she got a gig out of it. She did. She got my gig I out did. of it. She got my I know, I was there. <laughs> yeah. We were judges together, and I lost a judge to have her be a co-host, or so, the host. So is this coming out every Wednesday or every Friday? When can we expect to hear a it's new episode? Gonna be, it's going to be every Wednesday as of now until uh, it gets annoying. But as for, like, for right now, I'm having a really good time. I'm excited about it. I, it's something new that I'm learning and challenging myself. So I think that's why I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Well, here's my advice. Don't get in your head about it, baby. Like, cause this is supposed to be fun. So you sh like, this, mm -hmm. like, like a, a podcast should never cause you stress. And so yeah. just remember, don't get in your head about what you're saying. Cause honestly, you've been talking to the internet for years now. And quite frankly, people still listen. So don't get in your head about. I, yeah. Yeah. I might as well cash in on it. Exactly. Maxwell. Yes. Welcome back, Maxwell. What are you doing? Thank you. Um, I've basically finished moving Taco Bay into the crib. We are officially roommates, um, which, which feels great. I also finally got in touch with unemployment, so I feel like a real human being. I am actually going to be making a lot of money, <laughs> more than I would if I was uh, actually getting paid, going to work. Actually, I think I'm going to be making more than Taco Bay, and he is working. Well, this will be why. So this is this is bit. this is exactly why the unemployment benefits will not be an option for a long time. That's why they're trying to get everyone into back into work because uh, literally, that's McConnell's biggest <laughs> issue with it is that it's going to make people want to stay on unemployment. And but you know, they could just easily take that extra six hundred bucks away. So I don't understand why it's such a big deal. But I'm glad that you have some money. Well, me too. I mean, I want to go back to work. I'm fucking bored. Um, I mean, my walks around the neighborhood are only doing so much. Like, 
I mean, now that I don't have boxes to unpack, I'm going to be real bored. I'm going to zoom. I'm going to reach out to that uh, pole dance instructor. Our friend Laganja Estranja suggested <laughs> now that I've got um, all this uh, extra government money just lying around and a roommate to cut my rent in half. I'm instead of being responsible. I'm going to just learn to pole dance better. Good for you, girl. Yeah. I mean, listen, at some point, once I beat this depression, I'm going to start practicing the splits again. But she's depressed. And I've just and actually I've just realized it i feel like i've been depressed for a few weeks but i think it just now hit me a couple of days ago because i was like girl you haven't made your bed in like four days like you're still I wearing feel like i'm finally I'm... out of depression well well bless you i'm glad that you're <laughs> out so of it <laughs> i've said this again and again it's gonna be an emotional roller coaster you'll feel all sorts of different things during this tony and that's okay did you and know you i will cry? tell you it's also okay that like Speaking of annoying voices, the last person I need to be my motivational speaker is Maxwell Esposito, <laughs> because no matter what, just his fucking, just his vocal tone, I'm like, don't get smart with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, guys, I, I well, don't do. Don't listen to helpful advice. Sorry. I do. I mean, I don't think that uh, everything comes in a roller coaster is helpful advice. I mean, it's a statement that you made a few times, and I appreciate the statement. Um, but it's. Hey, you'll be happy again soon. That's what I'm trying to say. And see what I'm trying to again. See, down, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's going. Yeah, yeah, it, it, exactly. Uh, but what I have become, and I've realized this, is I become that creep in the window, you know, like the, the creep that just like <laughs> that stands by the window and just if you've, you've seen you've seen Kubrick's The Shining, right? Um, uh, you know, you remember when Jack Nicholson, uh, is, uh, is staring out the window and that little thing, a drool comes out his mouth. I'm her. I'm her now. I'm yeah. her. I find, my, I find myself like just standing there being like, I wonder if that guy's hot. I wonder if that guy's hot. I wonder if that guy's hot because of masks and shit. I also get like joggers with beautiful butts running by every time I'm the creep in the window. And I don't want to be yeah, the creep in the window. I think that's I've, also when I realized I was depressed, when I realized I was the creep in the window. I've seen people tag you in your window. Like they take <laughs> walking down the street and posting pictures of you sitting in the window. I'd like you to know that it's my idea and I wanted it to become a photo project. I wanted a ton of people to do it, but no one wants to come to my neighborhood because, you know, they mostly all live in WeHo or something lame. Well, um, we're not supposed to go outside. <laughs> Guys, I recorded Queer Slam for the first time since the isolation started via Zoom this week. And bitches, I got hacked. <laughs> so if you Thomas remember if you remember when isolation first started uh, I the, the 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 educators were coming out and being like people are posting porn during our Zoom classes. I kind of giggled about that because I was yeah. like, and then the next week you came on and complained about those six year olds in your uh, Zoom at precinct. <laughs> Yeah, those fucking little stupid drag race fans. Yeah, get out of here. But anyway, so like I'm 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 like getting ready to start uh uh Queer Slam, which is my queer open mic podcast that I do through Reverie. Um someone started just drawing a dick on the screen and then started posting heterosexual porn. And I was like, what is happening? But come to find out, I don't think that I don't think that Zoom's defaults are don't do it. I think that I think that a default should always be don't do it. Like the fact that anyone can share is a default to me is a product is a, is a program mistake. 
Um, anyway, yeah, it was, it, it was rough. I got very anxious. And now I just want to apologize to all the educators that I uh, snickered at because, no, I can understand. I was in a room full of adult queers, I think. I couldn't imagine having a bunch of six-year-olds watching some uh, lady get DP'd. You know, I just don't think that they should be seeing that during arithmetic reading and writing. Um, That's so true. Guys, before I bring, we bring on our guest for today, um, I do need to say that the day of recording right now, uh, it is Lucy Wack's birthday. So let's give a shout out oh, to Lucy yeah. Wack, a.k.a. Happy Dusty birthday, Balls, man. former co-host of the Tony Soto Show and my ride or die OG for, God damn it, it's been a lot of years. Uh, happy birthday, Queen. You're finally 40. It's good that you finally caught up, you bitch. Um, guys. Happy birthday. So the um, isolation has affected a lot of people, and it's a roller coaster, right, Maxwell? Is it a roller coaster? Um, I've ridden a couple roller coaster, and it feels like this. Got yes. it, got it, got it. So we're in a <laughs> roller coaster. And, you know, the thing is, it's like we talk about um, – a lot of small businesses that uh, that may or may not be suffering. And uh, I don't care about the heterosexual small businesses that are failing. Um, but what I do care are uh, queer-owned, queer-friendly, uh, ally-based businesses that uh, might be suffering. So before this whole thing happened, I co-hosted, or I co-judged uh, one of Pickle shows at Flaming Saddles. God damn it! Did I forget the fucking name of that show? Anyway, we'll pu I'll put it. I'll put it in the in the blurb. Anyway, um, so apparently, queer folks are really into video games, and I had no fucking clue. And one uh, and the, and the two co judges that uh, that uh, were with me that night at Flaming Saddles own this shop called World Eight in Los Angeles, California. It's a place where you can go and you can like buy video games and video games ex accessories and like hang out and I, I think we're gonna see if that's exact if that's true or not um but our guest is one of the co-owners of said company let's give it up for curtis faisal hi curtis Yay. how are we doing hey pinche maxwell tony glad to be here thanks what, for having me so how far off was i us. on that introduction besides not knowing what pickle show's name was <laughs> I was trying, you know, it's funny. I was trying to uh, look up uh, Pickle's Instagram and I, I forgot. I think it's, it's Pickle Bitch, right? Is no. <laughs> no, no, no. Is that not it? Oh, well, that's what I looked up. I looked up It's Pickle Bitch and it's like a hamster uh, <laughs> Instagram. Yes, that's it. That's uh, it. That's wait, it. So, so Curtis, you are, but, you're currently in London. I am in London. Yes. Did you get you? Did you get trapped in London, or like, do you live uh, in London? <laughs> what happened? Um, for, first of all, for anyone who's wondering, I am straight. So uh, is that is that okay? Is that allowed on the well, show? I, I'm, I'm an ally. I'm an ally. God damn it. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll see at the end. By the by, the time the end comes, we'll see if we. But but yeah, we don't, we don't have a problem with it now. But we'll see how this goes. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> Fair enough. So I was, uh, uh, my girlfriend was over in London. She's from London originally. And she was uh, teaching over here. She teaches uh, voice. Um, and so she was about to finish up her term and I was coming over and I got here like the day that all the lockdown stuff started. So I, I had been in LA right at the beginning when everybody was going to the store and buying toilet paper and freaking out and all that. But when I got here, um, it, it, it that's when the lockdown started here as well. So I, I for the last month and a half, I've been inside. I'm actually at uh, my girlfriend's 
mom's house. So it's me and her and her mom and the dog. Oh my god! And that's that. We're, we've just been chilling. For, for me and my and heart, that sounds like a really awful setup. <laughs> I hope you. Yeah. I hope you truly like all of them. Well, listen, guys, we're gonna take a quick break, but before we go to break, I just want to make sure World Eight is a queer establishment right isn't that why you guys were oh, at the hell hell yes hell oh, yes see here's the thing i was gonna i was like i'm gonna have to change my intro and i'm gonna have no, to suddenly no, start no, pretend- you nailed the intro oh thank god intro. i was like i'm gonna have to pretend to care about straight run businesses and that is not my judge oh, no. all right well let's take a quick break when we come back we're gonna find out how uh curtis got involved with a queer uh gaming shop we'll be right back Hey, everybody, do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy, Casey Lai. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, the Gay Power Half Hour. All right, we are back with the show. Uh, we're with Curtis Faisal. He is a co-owner, is that correct, of World 8? I would say I'm more the spokesman of the store oh, than anything. Okay. I, uh, you know, we don't we don't like to get too into the the nitty-gritty of who does what and who's the owner. It's it's the you don't want to don't stop looking at the man behind the curtain. That's interesting because I always want you to know that I'm the owner of everything. Like everything that I do, I am the fucking owner of. Uh, wait, well, wait. well, you're not as modest as we are. No, no, no. Let's uh, take a quick poll of my co-hosts. Now, I know for a fact that Pinche Queen is a fucking gamer. She's on that Animal Crossing culty bullshit. Are you a huge gamer, Pinch? Yeah. No, that all just started because of quarantine or isolation. Because like I knew I was gonna need something to do, and so I like scrambled to get a switch and got Animal Crossing. And life has been beautiful. It really has, like it really. Because I'm telling you, I see the little vidget videos mm-hmm. of of the game, it. and it looks like the most boring fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm-mm, it's fun. Okay, Maxwell. You don't like catching butterflies and picking apple? No, bitch, Maxwell. Are you a gamer, <laughs> Maxwell? No, absolutely not. I don't have the attention span to do such thing. But I have played Animal Crossing. I actually got a GameCube to get Animal Crossing because it is actually the most amazing game. And I do have the mobile version, but like I already spent so much time looking at my phone that I've kind of just like I was really excited about it for a bit. Now I'm like kind of tired of looking at my phone. First of all, what the fuck is a GameCube? Mm-hmm. Okay, so all right, we're back is with it you, Curtis. The Nintendo system. Back with you, Curtis. I, I I'm not listen. I haven't played a fucking video game since like Pitfall just went in one straight line. Okay, like when. Because uh, that's, I think, the last game I remember playing is Pitfall on Atari. Um, oh, no, I played I don't that. I know what that is. I played that 007 <laughs> game on Nintendo 64 for a bit, and I do like a little bit of the Mario Kart. All right, that's Didn't kind of the. Did you have a PlayStation? What's yeah, up? I love Mario. Yeah, so I had a PlayStation to play fucking DVDs. I didn't fucking use it to play video games. Are you kidding me? I'm not paying $60 yeah, you're for something. You're, you're... You're dating yourself really bad with the pitfall. Stick with the Mario, the N64. Everyone next knows time. I'm 40, Curtis. Everyone, <laughs> so wait, let me, so uh, shut up. So, uh, Curtis, have you always been into video games? Oh, I mean, as far as I can remember, I suppose. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, probably since I was like five. What I played the first? Nintendo, the, the the very first Nintendo. Remember with the the Mario and the Duck Hunt? That's what I, I remember yeah. playing that when I was tiny. Yeah, I played that. I remember that. 
You know what do you mean you don't know, Pinche? I don't know what that is. You really don't know? She's too young. I, w- I, I think, I think, no, and then I was very poor. So oh. we didn't have things like that, so I don't know. That's right. Let's so not, not only am I young, but I was also poor. Let's not forget that fucking uh, Pinche <laughs> is a poor Mexican from Arizona. So yeah, I, I have a hard life. So she had to be a, she had to be a drag queen to find some kind of success. Um, so well, you play, you played Animal Crossing. That's good, yeah. Maxwell. You played Animal Crossing. That, that's great. It does. Do all it takes is one. Crossing? I, you know, no, I don't. I, I, I don't get. I didn't realize it was as big of a phenomenon until this last one just came out. You heard him say people, he was people, straight, right? He's a straight. <laughs> people I mean, love it. I Animal Crossing is amazing. It doesn't matter, gay, straight, or bi. It Here's the thing. I find. Guy, I think. I think but that Isabel is a gay icon. The only people that I see playing Animal Crossing are children or fucking uh, drag queens. So to me, it sounds pretty fucking gay. Um, and I'm both. So, uh, Curtis, tell me about uh, where the idea for World 8 is, and tell us, in your words, what World 8 is. Uh, World 8 is... Okay, so World 8, the the name, is based on Mario. World 8 is the final world of uh, the game. It's it's where you beat the game, and so uh, we want it to be the the stop for games we want it to be kind of uh the the new thing we're going for is it's the ikea of of game stores everything you can touch you can buy you know you walk through and if you like it well guess what it's for sale that's kind of the thing we're going for it we want to be the one-stop shop for everything gaming not just games get anything gaming adjacent just you know whatever we can get our hands on that's cool that we think people would like that we like we want to put it up for sale do you guys also do that like live video game playing thing like on Twitch and stuff like that? Yeah, yes, yes. We do do t- Twitch. Uh, we do tournaments. Uh, our, our most popular one, although although right now, obviously, they're on hold because of the whole uh, coronavirus and the, the pandemic. But we'll get those up going as soon as we can again. Um, but Smash Brothers, are you familiar with Smash Brothers? I mean, I've heard You're of it. You're familiar with well, it. Oh, hold on. I need to click. I read <laughs> things. <laughs> It's the one where they fight each other as Mario characters instead of drive cars. I'm sure you've played it. Every stoner has ever I, I played it. I guarantee you that I've never played it. Um, however, I do know that Maxwell, I've heard of it. You're in the closet, gamer. That's yeah, what you it are. sounds you know to me way like more you, than you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a millennial. I know what video games are. Like I've, but like I don't play them. Like, I don't like to shoot people. Like, I don't like killing things. Like, like planting stuff and catching butterflies sounds really fierce, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. So I want to discuss the queer angle um, because that's what's important to me. Now, it's, it's, a, it's a proven fact that there is a lot of misogyny and homophobia and toxic uh, folks in the gamer community. Um, and uh, I, I actually sat in at a friend's house once and he was playing some game about Jason, the, the whore character and, uh, 13th and the game that was playing, like he let me hear the headphones and the amount of times I heard the word faggot, it was more than when you hear me say it. And I say (laughs) it a lot, you know? And I was like, but you guys sound angry and hostile about it. Um, was the creation of World 8 kind of a way to like get away from that or to make more of an appearance for queer people so maybe that would lessen? 
we wanted to show that that's not what gaming is. You know, gaming is not just for those people. Unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of them, but there's there's way more that aren't like that. And we wanted to be a place, a home base, a hub that was welcoming of that, that, that accepted and, and said, get out with that shit. You know, get out that, with that's, that shit. that's not welcome. Um, so obviously isolation has fucked over a lot of businesses. How long has World 8 been around? Uh, coming up on nine years now. Oh, shit. Like that? Yeah. Where 20, guys, 2011. Where are you guys located? Uh, we were in Koreatown on okay. um, Vermont and 11th, if you are familiar with Los Angeles. So, totally. So uh, because of isolation, your store is obviously closed. Mm-hmm. Um, how has the business been trying to survive during this time? And how can people help you guys uh, survive at this time? Yes. Well, obviously, we've had to make some changes. Um, and unfortunately, me being stuck in London, uh, I, I can't do a whole lot. But everyone back home has been doing great. Uh, we're doing curbside pickup, you know, uh, keeping things safe. So you can either call our store, message us on uh, social media. All of our social media is at World 8 LA. Uh, very simple. That's everything. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at World 8 LA. Uh, you can message us. We're still doing repairs. A lot of people have systems that are breaking down during this time, need repairs. Um, and if you're looking for a game, uh, message us. We'll set up a curbside pickup. Uh, we're open uh, Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6. And we'll so hook you up as best so, we can. So there's still a team working at the store. So Absolutely, every day. There's yeah. still a presence and that people can still have, like, have, how big has the hit been on, on the business? Well, it's not it's not good. It's not good, but we don't want to be discouraged by it. We're not going to let it beat us, you know, um, and there's still obviously I mean, video games. What what a better time to play a bunch of video games than right now. I know I couldn't find a Nintendo Switch right. anywhere. Yeah, I mean, that's why switches are sold out. That's why Animal Crossing is super popular. It's it's the best time to play games right now. So why would we shut our doors when everybody wants video games? You know, it's funny yeah. because I had a bit of a falling. Well, I had a falling out with a friend at the beginning of the year, and they had had their um, oh what the fuck a we here right? And so uh, immediately after the 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 falling out, I packed the fucking thing up. <laughs> like I'm like I only played Mario Kart when he came over, and so I packed it up. It sat here for like a month and a half, and then finally I texted and I was like, "Hey, I want my juicer back. <laughs> Come take your fucking gaming system." Um, what would you like? Okay, so yes, now is the perfect time to uh, be playing video games. I have not ever been convinced uh, about getting into it. Like, I would like to know, and this can be open to anyone. We'll start with Curtis. What the fuck is the big goddamn deal about video games? I mean, that's a that's a loaded question. <laughs> you know, but those I find those are fighting words. I find it's all it takes is one game, and to. All you have to do is find that one game that just connects with you, that that clicks, you know, whether it be Animal Crossing with with Maxwell, yes. you know, uh, what whatever it is, there's one game. I guarantee there is one game out there for everyone that that just you'll connect with and 
It doesn't have to be, you know, some people get into the shooters, like the Call of Duties and, and whatnot. I hate that stuff. I don't get into that at all. Another thing, like Final Fantasy, RPGs, that's not my thing at all. But some people like that because it's a little bit slower paced. You can take your time. You know, Pokemon games, people love collecting stuff. You know. So what's your zhuzh? What's your kind of yeah. video game? What's my zhuzh? I love Zelda. Personally, that's mm. that's one of my favorites. Uh, you know, when, when the Switch first came out, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, I oh, can't, I can't, I've put so much time into that. I'm embarrassed to say how much I've put into that game. <laughs> we like to embarrass people. Tell us. Yeah, tell us it's, how much of time. It's, it's something like it's 300 game. plus hours. And and and, and 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 let's wonder how how well, I'm 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 interested to know what else you could have. You probably could have learned the violin in that time. Or <laughs> I, well, How, and how's the, the splits going, Tony? I told you I was depressed. <laughs> how dare you throw my depression in my face? I'm on a roller coaster, Maxwell. Get off, bitch. It's your stop. So, Pinche, Pinche, you're only a fucking uh, video game poser. You're playing the, the Animal Crossing collecting apples. Are you... Well, I'm, I'm doing Mario, too. Like, I'm buying other games now I'm playing them because, like, I got so... I've always played games. I've never owned them. So this is, like, my first time actually, like, having a console. So a now switch. I'm playing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I got the Switch Lite. Mm. Um, and There's like I've one. always had roommates and stuff that where they was, they have the games and I watch them play and I think it's entertaining. I'd rather like play or watch a game than watch another fucking marathon of Charmed. If I can talk about my trauma, because I can, it's my show, I own it. Um, <laughs> my mother was always a video game fan. I, I she might still be. We don't talk. Um, but like, she's the type of person who would have a PlayStation and then she would go and buy another PlayStation just in case that PlayStation broke. She was also very selfish with the controllers. Like when she was in the middle of doing her culty video game plan, we could not get in. You know, there was moments where we'd be like, can we play? And she would snap, like, get the fuck away from me. My mother, if she had the head deal and was talking, she'd be a bully saying faggot for sure. Um, oh my God. <laughs> but I'll tell you, and I think that might be the reason because I don't find watching and trust me, I'm not trying to be shady and take away from your guys' fun. I know I do stuff that you probably have no interest in either. Um, however, no, I, have, I love everything you do. However, I have opinions and, um, I was never more annoyed than watching my mother play a video game. Like I, so, so the idea of watching, I'm interested to know. Because, Curtis, what you say is you just need to find that one game. I'm not blocked off to the idea of finding a game. However, I've played video games throughout my life uh, on occasion if I'm at someone's house. You know, mostly if I'm fucking a guy who plays video games because they're very nerdy. Um, the moment I hit, like, a hard place... Like when the moment, like I remember playing this one game and like it was, you're supposed to jump just high enough to get over on the thing. And I could not jump high enough. I don't know what was wrong with me. And so immediately I just shut it off. I would like Curtis, just give and I, I'm not a shooter. I don't like shooters. Like I kind of like the cartoony games. You know what I mean? Give me a game that I could look into that maybe I would enjoy. Sell me. I think you would love the game Celeste. Ooh, I like that name. Mm-hmm. What I, console is it on? 
Uh, you can get it. You can get it on a bunch. You can get it on PlayStation, the Switch. It's you can do it on all the new stuff. Uh, but it's a wonderful game. Can you get it it's on about, Netflix or Hulu? Because that's about the only thing I have. <laughs> shit. <laughs> you can probably get it on your phone. Ooh, I'll look. I'll look and see. Uh, Celeste. I don't know. I don't know about that, but uh, maybe. Well, Celeste. Uh, All right, but I will at least Google that word, Celeste Vigia game, and we'll see what happens. You should. Oh. I think you'd really like it. You know, and I don't. I don't want to get too deep, but you brought up your depression a couple times, and that's what it's about. It's about living with depression the whole game is about climbing a mountain which is symbolic of depression <laughs> apparently you don't know me at all because the last thing i would want to do is climb a mountain no i i love it i love it i love it um i i i i hear you and i'm going to at some point, look in. Once this is all said and done, the first house I go to that has a gaming system, I'm going to play a game. I've decided. I've officially decided. You've won me over, Curtis. But here's the thing. In this, I want to hear about it. In this moment of isolation and people not getting to work, you run a very expensive business, right? Like It's not like playing a video game is a cheap hobby. No, uh, video games for me have been replaced by the store. You know, it's it's funny. It's like when you work in a, at certain places, that becomes lame to you. Like when you work in video games, I, I realized I started playing video games less because I'm around them all the time. Does that make sense? Yeah. You ever yeah. had that? No, sure. You know, like, like one of my first jobs was I worked at a Dairy Queen. You know Dairy Queen? I worked at Dairy uh, Queen. You worked at Dairy for Queen? For three years. I was the Dairy Queen of Clinton, Dairy. Illinois. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And I just got so <laughs> sick of Dairy Queen food. When I was working there. What? Oh, I was so and fat. And I love Dairy Queen. I, I was, love Dairy Queen. I was so fat during Dairy Queen because, bitch, I will never get tired of a Mr. Misty. You know what I mean? I love them. <laughs> you even have those anymore? I love those. Yeah, they're, they're like, they're called something different, like Arctic Freezes or something. But that's a Mr. No, Misty. They'll always be Mr. Misty's to me. I know. I like the gayest name possible. Um, <laughs> okay, guys, we're going to take a break. Um, but, but look, if you... If you are a queer person or an ally of queer people and you are interested in video games, check out World 8. They, you, they can order online. Do you ship items? We absolutely ship items. We have a website, world-8.com. Super easy. You can go on there. We have an online store. We'll ship it straight to your door. Now, Avoid all the contact, you know, social distancing. Do you have Nintendo Switches? We are trying so hard to get switches right now. Uh, can, I be put, can I be put on a wait list for a Nintendo Switch? I, will. I might be able to put you on a wait list. Listen, I'll, 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 send, I'll send nudes. I'm, I heard you're into those. Oh, my God. I'll I'll yeah, you're, I'll take nudes. Absolutely. You don't want her nudes. Blackmail fodder. Unless you like hairy women. That is not who you're trying to look at. <laughs> now, listen, guys. World 8 is a queer-owned and run business. So, please. Yes, they, we're they, affiliated. They, can, can I say we're affiliated with LA Gamers? and uh, Gamers, right? if, you're, if you're not familiar with that. And uh, uh, what is the other one? Queerty? Queerty, like, uh, you know, yeah. like the online magazine Queerty gamers. Yeah. OK, yeah. cool. We're so affiliated with them. So I and in and, 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 uh, at least once a month, uh, listeners, I'm going to try to bring you someone who runs a queer owned business um, that is being affected by isolation. And uh, we actually book this before we even knew that isolation was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like we were out at the fucking bars having a good time. 
and then so this much happened. Fun. I looked it up, by the way. It's the Saddle Saloon Gal Roundup Drag Pageant Contest Spectacular. Yes, and I would like to apologize oh. to Pickle for not knowing the fucking name of her show. That's super rude. Um, and also, thank you for getting me back on Drag Queen Story Hour. Because <laughs> it's good money and I don't got to be around kids. I just do it from my home. Um, but but, I'm, gonna, but I, I, I'm asking people to support queer business out there because, quite frankly... We fucking deserve it. Um, give it up one time for World 8. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have our listener questions of the week. We'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. All right, we are back with the show. Now, listeners, we do questions every week. So if you would like your questions, concerns, comments, critiques read mm. on the Tony Soto Show, please go to the TonySotoShow.com. And submit your question. I moved the fucking thing to the top. It's right at the top. So it's easy, queens. Do it right. Uh, but we'll be happy to read your question if it's funny, interesting, or just uh, insulting enough. Uh, what I am gathering, though, since isolation has taken part, a lot of you folks have made the bad decisions on where you decide to settle for your isolation. Um, here is another example of that. This is from Jory. She says, hey, Tony and Maxwell, I need to vent, really. Um, I've been listening to this show for a year now, and I know you will make a joke about it, but Tony gives sound advice most of the time. Who am I? Shut up, everyone. Just soak that in. Hold on. I'm going to reread that part. Tony gives sound advice most of the time. Thank you very much. And it feels like tough love. So I need that. I lived in Chicago for two years before this quarantine. My mother freaked out and would not leave me alone till I went back to Tennessee to be safe. Uh, like most trash people in Tennessee, when I got home, I noticed my mom was living her everyday uh, and not her everyday and not really abiding by social distancing. We got in a big fight recently, and she basically told me she thinks that the coronavirus is a hoax, but that she used it at, uh, to get me back to Tennessee because Chicago isn't the right place for me. I'm furious to say the least, and uh, now I am stuck in this backwards-ass state. My first reaction is to go back to Chicago in secret. I'm over this shit. Jory, uh, wear a mask. And put some gloves on yeah. and fly the fuck Go back on. to goddamn Chicago. No, rent, rent a car. car. Yeah, rent a car. Do not get on an airplane. Curtis, you're in a situation where you're with your girlfriend and you're with your girlfriend's mom. Good situation? Uh, yeah. We're making it work. <laughs> I see. This is, <laughs> this is the thing. I feel jealousy on a regular basis because I'm isolating alone. I don't have anyone here. Just how is that? Is that crazy? Have you... uh, I mean, it takes a while to rem re uh, to realize you're depressed. <laughs> it does. It sure does. Um, but uh, there's a part of me that is like, oh my god, I would kill just to have one other person in the room. But then I also mm -hmm. think. But if that turns sour, then I'm stuck with that one person in the room. So, like, it feels like a catch-22 where I'm at. Uh, uh, Pinche, you have roommates. Yes. yes. Would yes. you have been able I mean, to I'm do isolation alone, do you think? Or are you happy that you have the roommates? I, I think I would be fine. I 
tend to like being left alone for the most part. I love my alone time, but I do think depression would sneak up on me. Um, but Greg is actually has been here since before the quarantine happened, so I had them too. Uh, and see, this is the thing. It's like I love being by myself too. I always have. I like to come home. I, you know, I'm not. I wasn't necessarily running out to everything at the bars, but. Mm-hmm. When when there's no option to see somebody else, um, and then like when you talk to your good Judy's and they're like, God, I wish I could hang out with you, but we can't because there's so many unknown things still about COVID-19 because it's yeah. only like five months old. Like that starts to weigh on you. And it, it made me think immediately that I would not make it in prison. <laughs> like there would, like <laughs> I thought that routine would have been enough to keep my brain fine. But like I said, I've fallen off from stretching for the splits. I've stopped making my bed. Like I think, I think one thing that helps me, like kind of like put my like adjust myself and be a little bit more reasonable, is that like I'm comparing it what's going like. How, how isolation is now compared to what I did before isolation, I was still preferring to stay at home. So I kind of have to be like, well, you can't act now that you can't act stupid now that you are staying at home yeah. just because you don't have a choice. Get over it, girl. Sure. Curtis, if you were in LA, who would you have been isolated with? I would have been uh, just me and my girlfriend at, at home, but in our tiny little, apartment you know yeah it would have been okay but i just uh, it's i i, I don't know this just sucks you know i think we're making the the best of it and we haven't uh, ripped each other's throats out just yet so that's okay um jory i think you need to leave i think you should tell your mom that for your own safety you're going home i don't necessarily need to think you yeah. should be secretive about it you should look her right in the face and be like girl we do not know enough about this you brought me here and have put me in an unsafe situation but you absolutely don't have to tell her either like that is the thing too yeah. bitch you can like she pulled you into a dangerous situation you didn't you didn't flee she lied to you yeah yeah and i would I like mean, i guess as long as as long as uh, when you get to Chicago, you have somewhere safe to go. Yeah, and you should probably isolate like two weeks alone. Like you can't be hopping state from state, diva. Well, I believe she said that she has her own apartment. So I mean, like, oh, go back get to the your hell back to Chicago. Yeah, go back to your oh, and girl. If you're paying two rents, go pay the rent. You know what I mean? Like where you're live, where you're paying rent. Um, and here's my little message, not just typically to white folks, but I've heard a lot of white folks complaining. Your fucking ancestors would travel across the ocean for months to colonize lands they did not know about <laughs> and kill a bunch of unsuspecting brown people. You can hang out in your home for a little while longer. Calm the fuck. I thought humans were supposed to be resilient, but a lot of you feel like you're going to just jump. I'm not going to jump. I just quit making my bed and quit stretching and maybe ordered fat burger once or twice more than she should have. <laughs> yes. It's okay to cry, Tony. 
Oh, I don't cry. That well, I cry if I'm watching the TV. Like that's why if there's a show, but but I'm not gonna just sit and cry. I'm a Mexican, honey. Oh my god, Mexicans do not just. We just don't sit around and cry because of our feelings, girl. That's not how we work. We fucking watch a Hallmark commercial and get teary about that mom who loves her child. It's a it's a metaphor. Like it's okay to cry. It's okay to eat fat burger. It's okay. Google metaphor, Maxwell. Read the next one, Maxwell. This one's going to be easy. This one is written by Rox with an X. Uh, Did you ever finish the stand? Um, I believe this is a Tony question. (laughs) I don't know what the stand is. So, well, and it's funny because I believe we talked about it on the Tony Soto show at the beginning of this whole debacle because I was like, I'm reading the stand and it has a super flu in it. And it was very, very... uh, uh, relatable to where we were. The Stand is a book that's written by Stephen King. It was also made like a mini television series back, I think, in the late 80s, early 90s um, with Rob Lowe, a young, hot Rob Lowe. Um, and it was like actually an all-star cast, and it was good. And they're remaking it now with Whoopi Goldberg as the old lady. So that's exciting. Yes, oh, Whoopi's gonna be. Oh, I didn't know yes, that. Curtis. She was on the View Whoopi's with big old. Rob Lowe. She 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 knows. <laughs> <laughs> She's got that much range, Pinche. How dare you? Um, uh, no, there's a there's a um, uh, uh, character that's like over a hundred years old, who's kind of like the uh, the white side of the whole. Uh, battle in the book. See, the book is really good for like the first 30-something chapters. Curtis, you said that you read The Stand? I did, yes. So, it like the super flu stuff is like really a good part of the book because it's scary and it makes you think like there's a whole chapter where literally they just lay out the sequence of infection. Like, Mm -hmm. this person gave it to this person. And it wasn't a short chapter. It was a fucking lot of people uh, passing. Stephen King, he writes forever and ever. Yeah, he could. But Stephen King is also can't do anything without saying the N-word or being mean to women in any of his books. And quite frankly, stop doing that, Stephen King. Get over it. Like, I'm reading Carrie right now, and they use the N-word in Carrie. I was like, not even about that. What were you gonna Tony, say? I'm a big, I'm a huge Stephen King fan. I, I read a ton of his stuff too, and uh, a lot of he's he's definitely toned down and gotten uh, a little bit more PC in his his later stuff. Yeah, because his earlier stuff, like literally, there is he a gangbang of children in one of his books. Uh, in the book, it there is a yeah. gangbang yeah. with like twelve year olds. It's not something that people should be reading. But I did finish the stand. It once it starts getting Jesusy. Like good and light bullshit, like the the evil and the good. That's when I kind of check out. Like I know you have to finish a fifty two hour book, no matter what. But like I could have done without the end. However, uh, you know, everyone's looking for Jesus, I guess too. Uh, should, should we? Can we t- talk spoilers for a second? Sure. Because I finished the book too. Yeah, I agree. The ending is bizarre. Uh, yeah, how do you not, kill the devil at the end? You know what I mean? I was not satisfied. Uh, it was basically like the hand of God comes down and saves them. Exa- what? Yeah, exactly. It's like the what? ending of most of Stephen King's books. Listen, he's good at the beginning and the meat and potatoes. When he Can't gets to the ending, the it's like he's off the coke and he's like, all right. Just- I bet he sucks at sex. Yeah. <laughs> Great at foreplay. Great at foreplay. Um, Pinche, what was the last book you read? Ooh, good question. 
the no clue. The 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 inter- the, uh, the directions to uh, <laughs> Animal Crossing girl is that, is that? No, I think I think I read. Well, I didn't read. I pulled a Tony and had an audio book, and I listened to Tiffany Haddish's like memoirs. But that's I that's the last thing I remember. Oh no, uh, that um that one show um it was on HBO. I can't with Amy Adams. I don't you know. know. Well, Big Little Lies. Yes, that I um oh. I I read that afterwards. Oh, oh, that's great. Okay. So, and yeah. listen, don't shade audiobook. Audible is a fucking great service, and I love it. I because I went through. I kind of go through these like. I read a shit ton of political books and then I have to like wash my mind with trashy fiction after that. So like I was reading so many of the books that came out from the administration that's lost their jobs, you know, since Trump became president. So I basically was reading all of those books and then I was just like, you know what? I need crappy fucking fiction. And, uh, I love Stephen King. Some of his books are, some of his books are real hits, but some of them are real misses, but I'll read them, you know? Um, cool. Let's end, <laughs> let's end the show. Who's got the last question? Me. And, um, I, it seems like this is directed towards Maxwell, but, uh, it could be anyone, I guess. It says, after hearing Maxwell talk about going into a Zoom sex party, I decided to try it. Only, only to find out that the host recorded the party. I didn't do anything, but I'm a little freaked out because my full name is on Zoom. Is my political career over before it starts? And TBH, when I first read this, when you said the outline, I thought it was like Tony saying this because I was super high and didn't know how to read the outline. And I read that, I'm like, oh, wow. Here's Tony. What happened? No, actually, we're talking. So a couple of episodes ago, Maxwell was talking about he and Taco Bay went into a Zoom uh, sex party. And just him telling us how that went, I was immediately like, I'm not ever doing that. Maxwell, were you are you were you worried that maybe they were recording it? Um, okay, I do remember in the top corner it said it was recording. So I did I was aware that it was that recording. That means they're recording it. Yeah, no, I knew, but I also did not turn my camera on and I have a brain and did not use my real name. Like So Curtis duh. Curtis the gays, since we're so sex driven, uh we always look for a way where we can we can uh Put in, put in sure. some some sexual, uh, 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 what's it called? Substitutes. Uh, I thought that's what I was getting myself into today. I, <laughs> and then you're like, let's do a fucking podcast. Oh, no, I no, no. That's what we do after. Don't worry. That's what we do after. I, I'm wearing everything is on by Velcro. So as soon as I say the end, I just rip it off and we start going at it. Uh, oh, it's true. Me. That's why I'm lying down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You are so high, bitch. Max, Maxwell, are you are uh, uh, yeah. Pinche? Are you going to Zoom sex parties? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I wanted no, to do another one. I keep wanting to go to more, but like I just the one I got invited to a different one, but it was more like a sex visual party, and I was like, bitch, I don't want to be it that's porn i'm not paying ten dollars to go to your private porn party yeah i'm not gonna do that either honestly i'm not i don't want to pay any money at all you know what i mean go ahead curtis i have questions i because this is a new concept to me um Help me I'm out girl <laughs> how, wh- how do you get invited to such a a thing like i this, saw it on twitter <laughs> you just got to know people it's or do you yeah. put in like a hat you search a hashtag 
Um, I didn't. It just came up on my Twitter timeline. But I have a lot of friends that work in the sex industry, so that stuff just happens. Oh, so you're lucky. You're lucky. Uh, sure, I could. I would say my sex industry friend works. That makes me very lucky. Yeah. See, Thanks. I'm I'm just worried yeah. that you're gonna come into one of those and you're just gonna see everyone smoking meth, and I'm gonna be like, this is not my judge. Like, Ooh. like well, is this something you pay for? No, it's um, they do it on Zoom. It seems well. Some of them, it seems like they do charge to get the Zoom code. Yeah. So, I also had I saw one for the Twitch. Someone the other one I was invited to was on Twitch, which isn't interactive, so it didn't make sense to me. But Twitch, sure. Okay, but Twitch they only censor if you're trying to monetize it, correct? Uh, because well, I because know. I because if 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 bitch pudding can't show someone wearing a bathing suit, how are their sex parties on Twitch? I, not I'm not very sure. Fun. I didn't go. It was because, like ten dollars yeah, to get in, and I was like, "I'm not paying ten dollars." Well, I wonder if there's a seedier side of Twitch. That's interesting to me because that's the only thing that's keeping me from doing things on that. Because I'm like, I don't want someone to censor me. Um, because when I did the digital drag show, I, you know, I got a call from bitch saying, "This is the stuff you can't do," and I was like, "Oh, there's stuff I can't do on Twitch." Boo. Um, ooh, what are you gonna show your titties? No, but drag queen, listen, there was a drag queen on the first one who literally just took off her skirt to reveal her bathing suit and they had to cut her. And that to me is like that, that to me is like Nazi shit. Thank you very much. Um, but Nazi but shit. I did like that's like some regime shit. That's like that's like some communist country China bullshit, you know? Um yeah. However, so I've been doing Instagram lives. I think that's also where I realized I was depressed, uh, talking into oblivion and hoping that someone asks a question. Um, but I've been doing some lives, and we were talking about, like, shit you can do on Zoom. And, you know, Precinct has been doing uh, Zoom weekends uh, where they bring DJs in. And, uh, and, and apparently, last weekends, I learned on my Instagram live that it was wild, that that precinct was wild, uh, like, like sexy. Like, I guess they were doing stuff on the Zoom for precinct. There was an after party. I, I'm going back. I'm going back. I'm erasing my name and I'm turning off my camera. And I'm going to be I'm the, happy I was not there. I'm going to be the creep in the window on Zoom from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any more questions about this, Curtis? Yeah, we Curtis. The blanks for the rest of the way. I think I think I I feel pretty confident. I know about uh, what I wanted to know about now. Do you, do you think this is something that uh, is going to continue after this, or did it exist before, or is this like going to be self-contained within this crazy COVID nineteen time? Allegedly, the meth heads have been doing it for years. So really? yeah, I allegedly, it's always been a thing. Allegedly, right. like meth Zoom sex things have been going on for a long time. So uh, listen, the gays well, will always. Known, not, no one was doing meth at the ones I went. To. The, the gays that <laughs> the gays that you that we will always find a way to show our dicks. Okay. We'll always do it. We'll find a way. Uh, don't you don't you tell us I we can't show our dicks. Uh, Curtis, that's, that's all I wanted to know. That's all I wanted to know. I feel good now. Curtis Faisal, did you have a good time on the Tony Soto show? This was so much fun, Tony. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you to everyone. This was great. You know, I'm thank not gonna. You. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let your heterosexuality work against you. Tell people what your social medias are, and then tell us all about World Aid again. 
Yeah, so uh, if you're looking for video games, stop by our website, world-8.com, or you can find us on social media, world8LA. So that's world, the number eight, LA, and that's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. And uh, we do Twitch streams. A couple of our uh, gals over at the store mm-hmm. um, have been uh, streaming on Twitch, and I believe that's Twitch dot com slash world eight la i believe right that's that's twitch so check that out yeah check them um, out support yeah. queer business you must do it because god damn it visibility is important uh pinche yeah tell people where we can see you on the social means tell us when about pinche and friends again and all the stuff you're doing um i am pinche queen on all social media uh every once in a while i'll post a number that i've done for a show it's been pretty fun. I've been trying to make sure my like social media is really lighthearted. So Pinch a Queen on everything. Venmo, Pinch a Queen, hit it up. And then uh, my podcast, Pinch and Friends, comes out every Wednesday. And you can find that on like Apple, Spotify, and I think a lot of other things. But those are the ones that I focus on. And um, yeah. She's got a professional setup there. She's got a microphone that looks like she bought it and paid some money for it. Ooh, it's on a thing. Yeah. Look at her. I'm so Dang, proud of you. You're popular. You got a ton of followers. Oh yeah, she lost the oh, game show. You. She lost <laughs> she lost the game show that was on the internet. You don't know that. I'm I am embarrassed I and ashamed. I'm I apologize. I'm actually, not even worthy to be here. How did I get on this show? Actually, and well, honestly, we're, we're I was straight. So, <laughs> yeah, honestly, step out of you, Max. I don't think we've had a straight white man on this show since I actually made a segment about it, which was like we would bring in a straight white guy once a year just to get their perspective, so I could just be like, "Your perspective doesn't matter." So uh, <laughs> you just got it. So you're welcome. Yeah, it was a it was a good time. Your perspective still doesn't matter, uh, Maxwell. <laughs> Um, you can just catch me being isolated, uh, on my Instagram at Maxwell Esposito. I just posted my last millennial moment for, uh, now due to COVID-19. Um, but I, I'm going to work on something else. I'm going to do something at home. I think I'm going to set up, I have a tripod. I could do it. I have a green screen too. I don't know how to use it. I'll figure it out though. So if you want to fund that idea, you can Venmo me at Maxwell Esposito and follow me at Maxwell Esposito. Um, Yeah, I'll just be over there living my best damn life. Guys, I do the Gay Power Half Hour every week. So if you'd like to listen to that, I do it with my good Judy Casey Lie. If you enjoy the Tony Soto Show, please go to iTunes and subscribe, rate it, leave us a comment. Um, Thank you for listening to the show, and thank you to all listeners who've been sending me money because, uh, quite frankly, I do deserve it. Um, And you can see us at Learn the Words on Monday. uh, Monday, uh, May 4th, is going to be the next Learn the Words Bitch on Zoom, but you must follow Learn the Words Bitch on Instagram to get the access code. Um, That's the only way I'm going to share it is on uh, Instagram for Learn the Words Bitch. Our guest judges Mm -hmm. are the fabulous Shea Coulee, from uh, RuPaul's Drag Race and Danny Francesi from Mean Girls. So it's going to be a yeah. very, very fun night. We're going to start at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So that way our East Coasters can see it and not be mad that they had to wait till midnight. Um, I am the Tony Soto Show on Everything Sans Facebook. Um, until next week. Oh my God, it's May. May next yeah. week. 
And we have. Oh, it's speaking of May. Yeah. Speaking of May, on May 7th, I am doing a Dua Lipa tribute show on the Princess TV channel on Twitch. So that's gonna be fun. And so you just weren't you just weren't ready to fucking announce your gigs, huh, girl? You forgot? No, shit. I, I forgot. You know how much weed I just made? But <laughs> doing Lipa tribute show, Saint Dula Peep, um, Princess TV on Twitch. It's great. It has Vander, Sasha Colby, uh, Meatball, and a lot of other cool people. Lucy's in it. Lucy Stool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait. I mean, I'll watch it, girl. Um, all right. Until next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.